Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Woo! Merry Christmas from the Nature Mind! Wrestle me, Pete. Wrestle me, Mark. Christmas Wrestlemas. It's day two. Well, it's not day two, is it? It's like no. day three, but oh. match two Yes, in a 12-part series <laughs> taking place over 25 days. It is indeed. And uh, we can't pretend uh, that we won't let you through the curtain. We recorded this twice because I forgot to press record or I saved over the old file or something. So apologies to everybody, but hopefully... Will be a little bit more closer to um, actual factual accuracy. For I, once. I got loads wrong in that one, and when it, when it went, I was secretly delighted. I really, I really, I, I mean, I, I'm going to try not to repeat the mistakes that I made, <laughs> but I can't remember them. Ideally, we'd have saved it. I could have heard it. I mm. could have then remembered the bits not to say. <laughs> but that's not the way life works. No, it's very much how the WWE works. Who do kind of repeat mistakes all the time but this isn't in the WWE this match is it? No but it does star one of the biggest WWE stars of all time Literally. Andre the Giant Andre the Big Guy and this is a, a very famous 1986 match mm. that he had in New Japan with a, a chap called Akira Maeda mm. uh, Akira Maeda one of the great pioneers of very realistic shoot wrestling style mm. um, a couple of times it bled over into him actually really badly hurting people Um <laughs> Fascinating career. So he's a Korean, like mm. Ricky Dozan, who becomes huge in Japan. Uh, he had a long time working in Britain as well. So right. he, he he worked under the name Quick Kick Lee. Quick Kick Lee. I like Quick that a Kick lot. Lee. I mean, that is a career, more of a Korean name, you'd say, wouldn't you? Quick Quick Kick. Quick Kick. Yeah. <laughs> and he um he was he was very well respected over here. He had some some big sort of Royal Albert Hall big sort of televised matches. Mm. Uh, and he was trained, uh, unusually for a lot of Japanese wrestlers, he was tra- trained in uh, the Snake Pit in Wigan. Oh, right. Uh, which is fascinating. I've been reading Kendo Nagasaki's autobiography, <gasps> which uh, he's brought out, and all the proceeds go to the Lee Rigby Foundation. Oh. Kendo Nagasaki, famous masked wrestler, mm. um, not from the Orient at all. I think he was from Crew. Uh, he's a guy called Peter Thornley. Mm. But he is really unusual in wrestling because he became a hugely successful businessman during his time wrestling and afterwards. Mm. And he now lives in this massive Staffordshire mansion. <laughs> Absolutely astonishing looking place. <laughs> and he's given over two of the buildings to help soldiers and people hurt in terrorist atrocities yeah. uh, to give them sort of recuperation. His autobiography 
uh, all the proceeds of that are going to the Lee Rigby Foundation and oh. this, this attempt to make these sort of rehabilitation centres. So good work, Kendo. Yeah. Uh, you can get it on eBay and he signs it as well. So he signs it in kanji and then he writes Peter Thornley, which is his <laughs> real name. But it is a cracking book and there's a big section in there. He was also trained uh, at the uh, Snake Pit in Wigan. Mm. And it, it's a very sort of, I suppose the, the closest analogy is like the Heart Dungeon yes. in Calgary, that famously sort of, you know, rough horrible, place. Horrible um, basement of the Heart's house. Yeah, well, mm. this is Billy Riley's gym, and it wasn't really a gym. It was barely even a garage. <laughs> right. And he didn't have a ring, but they had sort of bricks and a bit of mat where two of the walls of the garage are basically the edges. <laughs> and they train some of the biggest names in, in wrestling. So people like uh, Carl Gotch, who is the very much uh, an icon in Japan. Mm. He, t- he taught that shoot style mm. to loads and loads of Japanese fighters. Um, he came over there to learn skills. Dynamite Kid was trained there. Right. Um, Kendo Nagasaki. I mean, you can really go through a who's who of wrestling. And everyone who came out of that place is known for being tough as nails. Mm. Um, Dynamite Kid, uh, who died very, very recently. Yeah, since our last recording, in fact. Yeah, I mean, wrestlers normally die in threes. uh, And we lost two. We lost Dynamite Kid and Larry the Axe Hennig, who is the father of uh, Mr. Perfect, Kurt Hennig. Apparently that was the talk of the pub just before we went to go and see some wrestling on Saturday. (laughs) Yes, because we did. We saw saw some some big names. We saw the Godfather. Yeah, the Godfather. I'd never seen... um, Papa Shango's work in Attitude Era WWE. Mm. Um, turns out it was a bit, bit rude, wasn't it? <laughs> oh yes, she had, he had some hose. Yes, he had a lot of hose. A lot he had a of train hose. of hose. <laughs> that's that's you know, like they say, a murder of crows. Yes, a parliament of rooks. A train of hose. a train of hose. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, he was. He seemed delightful. I tell yeah. you what, the, the highlight for me though is just looking at Cody Rhodes. Oh, Ed, I've I've seen two wrestling matches in the last ten years. And both of them have featured both Lana Rhodes and Cody Rhodes. Yeah, Brandy Rhodes. Brandy Rhodes, sorry. You're getting it confused with um, Rusev's wife, Lana, who is also very beautiful. I think Lana Rhodes might actually be in pornography. Really? I think possibly. All right, well, I mean, I hope she's a combination of the two of those beautiful (laughs) women. (laughs) We're going to be talking a little bit about the link between uh, wrestling and extreme pornography soon. Oh, good. Yeah, because we're going to be having a little delve into the world of XPW. What the hell is XPW? You are going to find out, but you're going to have to wait. Lovely. It's not like a porno where you get everything at once. (laughs) (laughs) I just get forward streaming, yeah. (laughs) Do my Lana Rhodes. I think it's Lana Rhodes. Why do I not? I think she did like a documentary for Vice or something. That's mm-hmm. how I saw her. Not, oh, definitely course. not on Pornhub. Of course. Definitely. I, I, I follow her work about, you know, <laughs> trying to challenge stereotypes in the pornography <laughs> industry, which I do at 3am when I'm drunk. <laughs> um, so Maeda is, is a very well-trained uh, uh, shooting-style grappler. Mm. And he's been very instrumental in a, uh, a federation called the UWF, which ran in Japan, uh, which was worked matches, but in a shoot style. So they look legitimate. Mm. And a couple of things you need to know about Maeda. He comes back and there's two things about him. One is because he's done UWF and it was a huge, huge, successful promotion. Mm. Um, He comes back with a bit of a big head and he doesn't really like the showy aspect of pro wrestling. And the other thing about Akira Maeda is he doesn't really like wrestling Americans. He's very, very big on wrestling Japanese wrestlers. He has some amazing matches, but he has a problem with Americans because he thinks, by and large, they aren't very athletic and sporty. They're all about the razzle-dazzle. And so what happens is he ends up in a ring with Andre, (laughs) and Andre is very much going into business for himself. (laughs) Who knows what goes through the mind of a giant? Yes, mainly booze. 
It's mainly what's going through his liver right now because he is a drunk. This is a long match. And <laughs> this is 1986, so this is the time of WrestleMania 2. Yeah. And Andre is beginning to physically decline. Mm. He's no longer the sprite spry giant that actually we've never seen. <laughs> um, he was, he was yeah, spry he in the late the ring 60s. like the Ultimate Warrior, didn't he? So many times. Wow. <laughs> he moved very quickly when he was rolling off something. <laughs> that was about it. And they, they had this match and it, it, it's very, very famous mm. in shoot circles because it goes really wrong from the start. And Andre comes out and he is not cooperating. Yeah. There are lots of different reasons why this might have been. One of them is that he was very, very drunk. Yeah, I mean, that would be the thing that I would go for, because he is very, very drunk. <laughs> he certainly looks drunk, but the problem is, as a, <laughs> as a big giant who's beginning to break down physically, mm. there's a chance he's just breaking down physically. <laughs> and that looks a lot like being drunk. Um, but what happens is, Maiden... Officer. They, they start... Oh, <laughs> I am breaking down. Will you blow into this bag for life, sir? <laughs> <laughs> um, he, uh, they, they start the match and it, and it just... It, 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 what's fascinating about it is Maeda is often painted as the bad guy in this yeah. match. That he's the guy who begins shooting to make a name for himself. Mm. And it, it becomes really apparent when you watch it. Maeda is trying to do a pro wrestling match. No, yeah, exactly. And Andre grabs him and squashes him like an accordion. It's fucking terrible. <laughs> and Maeda just goes into a little ball. And again and again, he gets up. And they're just circling each other. Mm. And you can see Maeda thinking, what is happening here? Yeah. And what you have, essentially, is you have Moby Dick in the middle of the ring, just <laughs> waiting to get near enough to you so that he can squash you like an accordion again. <laughs> um, it, it's an ugly match. It's it a is, boring yeah, yeah. match. Well, it's it's a boring match, and it's uh, it's not really edifying. Is it? It's kind of like you just have a situation where Andre doesn't want to work, mm. and when you've got like a, a small guy who doesn't want to work, he can probably kind of get away with just really hurting him because it's a giant giant who's just not used to moving anywhere. Like it just looks weird. It's like trying to wrestle um, a shed. Like yeah. you can't really do it entirely. And Maeda, I think, has that that fascinating thing, which is he's Andre's picked the wrong person to mm. fuck about with. Because Maeda knows enough techniques. And you can almost see him when he's walking around the ring and he's walking around Andre. He's going, what do I do? Where do I strike? How do I win this? Mm. Because what's happening, of course, is the other thing is Maeda is a performer and he's in front of a crowd who have come to see a wrestling match. Yeah. And he doesn't quite know what to do. He doesn't know whether to just walk off and is that going to harm him? Is he going to mm. get in trouble? And he also doesn't want to disappoint the people who have paid money to see it. So he's in an absolutely impossible position. Mm. And he just tentatively, he tries some bits and bobs. And he ends up getting, Andre gets him on the floor and then just starts putting his big sausage fingers in Maeda's eyes. <laughs> it's all going horribly wrong. They're, they're just rolling around. And Maeda eventually works out a technique, which is just to hack away at Andre's legs. Mm. To come in and to go out, to come in and go out. And Andre spends 26 minutes not realizing that the ticking clock is not his friend. <laughs> Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does, they charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. 
That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Gentlemen, as you know, the ultimate warrior. Fuck it. So he's there for almost half an hour <laughs> just being kicked at. Mm. A couple of times, Maida shoots him for a single leg takedown, and Andre goes down. A really important thing, we saw this in the Inoki and Antonio match. If it's a big fat bloke who's strong, the best thing you can do is get them on their back mm. and then they're just like a big, soft, minky whale <laughs> and you can squish them. <laughs> and that's what Maeda does. There's some really odd bits where, like, Inoki, who is the, the promoter, essentially, of New yeah. Japan Wrestling, comes down to the ring after a, about 20 minutes. And this is not... It's not like it's gone wrong now. Mm. It's been going wrong since the first <laughs> second of the match. And Maeda is beginning to take control. And Inoki comes down to the ring and he begins... He doesn't even know what to do. He sort of takes his jacket mm. off and then he gets in at one point and then he gets out. Mm. I, I mean, if you're going to save something, <laughs> save it. Don't, don't do half measures where you just go... <laughs> Oh, I've tried. <laughs> you haven't tried. Dude, it's wrestling. You can literally do anything. Yeah. You can just walk up to Andre and you can start pointing at him and you can punch him and everyone will cheer and then you can go home. But wasn't there rumours that um, Inoki um, wanted to, um, you know, put, put this man down to size a little bit? Cut this yeah. Man down to size a little bit and using Andre, like, and just basically said to Andre, don't play ball, he'll get annoyed and he'll yeah. look like an idiot. I think the idea was that Andre was supposed to just absolutely squish Akira Maeda, and that right. was to teach Maeda a lesson. Mm. One of the things that Maeda had, because he came from this shoot background, and because he'd had such success in the UWF, he thought he was the next superstar. Mm. Inoki is a promoter, so he's always going to be in that number one position. So Maeda was just, I think, you know, he'd got a big head. Yeah. It should be me, not you. You're, you're old, I'm young. Look at what I can do. I'm legitimate, you're not. Mm. Um, and what happens, of course, is, is the rumour is that Inoki probably had said to Andre, go out there, make him look bad, humble him. Mm. The old um, Iron Sheik thing. You know, yeah. humble the motherfucker. <laughs> um, make him humble, break his back. Mm. And the problem is, uh, uh, Inoki had known Andre probably since the 60s. Mm. And Andre, of course, was always thought of as being the most powerful, most intimidating wrestler that you could ever meet. How yeah. could you take down a giant? The problem is, at this point, Andre is quite old. Mm. And everyone has forgotten that he's not this young giant. He's now a really 
old giant. An old giant. <laughs> Who's drunk 50 cans of beer. <laughs> I suppose he did that when he was younger and everyone was like, oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> and now he's doing it when you're going, I really need you to go and take out probably the most lethal man in Japan. <laughs> and he just goes, yeah, I'll fucking have a go. And it's just a disaster. It's a sad match in a lot of ways. Mm. And it's sad because I think it's the first time that people go, gosh, okay, that tiny guy has absolutely kicked the shit out of the living legend Andre the Giant. Maeda doesn't just kick the shit out of the legend of Andre the Giant, he kicks the shit out of Andre. <laughs> <laughs> well, it sort of ends with Andre on his back kind of willing um, him to pin him and just basically saying, pin me, pin me, pin me, yeah. pin me. And, and uh, Maeda, uh, Maeda is so frustrated and yeah. he goes out and he, he kicks the, uh, the barrier around mm. the ringside really hard. And you can see it all breaking down. No one's sure what to do. Mm. Do they do they let them fight? Do they carry on? And it's just a proper mess. Mm. The, the the feeling about it is is Andre is again, he must be drunk because he's still going come on, bring it on. <laughs> you want to go again? I think he's going come on. Come on. <laughs> Andre, mate. <laughs> Leave ki- it. He's kicked the shit out of your legs. <laughs> if, if you bring him in, you're not suddenly going to get better. You've had half an hour. You might get an infection like the world's greatest boxer yeah. and lose your entire career. It, it, it is fascinating because, I, I mean, I think I don't think it harmed Maeda in any way mm. other than it did in America, where he was seen as being uncooperative and unprofessional. Right. Um, I, I think it's because of Andre, one of the boys. Yeah. You know, Maeda... The, the the thing we mentioned about Inoki, a lot of American wrestlers uh, over the years always said that Inoki tried to shoot on them. And there was this sort of mentality that the Japanese were not to be trusted. Wrestling parlance for many years, a sneak attack was called a Pearl Harbor. Yeah. That was sort of rooted in the American psyche, that the Japanese were sneaky and that they were not to be trusted. Mm. Uh, and you, you see that in the way that the, the West really reacted to Maeda. Maeda didn't help his case by, over the following years, doing stuff that was really unprofessional, where he shot on people. Right. So in a match a couple of years later, maybe 87, he uh, ends up doing a sort of a kick in the face of a guy called Ricky Chosu during a huge UWF versus New Japan program. Mm. And he broke Ricky Chosu's uh, orbital bone. And it seemed like it was an entirely unpulled kick. Um, Chosu himself had his hands down. I think he, was, uh, he had someone in a sharpshooter, a scorpion deathlock, mm. a move that he popularised. Uh, and he just got kicked in the face. Mm. There's also a horrible video of a bit later on um, where there's a young wrestler who's called Watara Sakata. And he had a match that Maeda, who was in some position of power in the organisation they were in, he thought it was too short. And uh, uh, Sakara was doing an interview afterwards, being, you know, a bit sort of like, oh, yeah, you know, well, I, I went out there. And, and Maeda just beats the shit out of him on camera. And it's really? a horrible, wow. violent mugging. It's really unpleasant. So Maeda does have a, an element, whether or not it was his experience with dealing with people like Inoki and the shoot style that mm. ended up making him bitter and strange. Uh, I'm not quite sure. He's still around. He, uh, he still looks fairly good. I mean, he must be in his 60s now. Yeah. Um, he was ultimately, he never worked with Inoki after this 1986 period, so right. after this match. And that was a big match that would have made them a lot of money. Mm. And it seemed like he didn't want to work with Inoki. I think Inoki would have worked with anyone. Mm. When you own the company, you will do anything because you know you're getting the lion's share of that money. Mm. I think Maeda didn't want anything to do with him because probably of the bad blood from this period. Yeah. Um, he ended up getting fired from New Japan in uh, 1988 when he refused to go on a training excursion to Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> That's quite an excursion. Yeah, it's, um, it is, it is a, it's a sad match in a lot of ways mm. yeah, to see Andre 
I think not even so much that he gets beaten, but that he doesn't realise he's been so roundly beaten. Yeah. And I think if he was there to be a henchman to squash someone, which is what an evil giant should do, and make no mistake about it, in the ring, he is being an evil giant. <laughs> he is, he's got his little teeth. He looks devilish. <laughs> and it's just sad that even when he's going flat out to try and squash someone half his size, mm. it all goes horribly wrong. Oh, and he ends up on his back like a turtle. <laughs> He does. Oh, a lad. I know, great big, big lump. Oh. Um, you haven't seen uh, Andre for a while, have you? He must be like WrestleMania yeah, 7. Yeah, it has been a while, actually, yeah. He's mm. not been around for a little... Yeah, I think that is... The... Yeah, that was the last time I saw Andre. Did nice she... to see him back. It is. It's quite a weird thing legs. looking at him and going, oh, he'd be dead in five years. Yeah. That doesn't seem like a very long time. No, and yet, you know, people like New Jack just keeps on going. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. very true. It's, it, it's, there's a weird thing about, uh, you know, the beloved wrestlers. Mm. They, they tend, always go. They tend to get less time, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> That's like, why they're so nice. Look, look who survives from the 80s. Greg Valentine, the Honky Tonk Man, and the Bushwhackers. <laughs> I mean, they can pass that knowledge down to future generations. Ah, child lickers. Unfortunately, I'm going to pass my all of my knowledge in my child licking gym. My <laughs> sardine stained knowledge. Uh, they, I don't know how we've gone to them. They are absolutely disgusting. 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 So that is uh, the little story of Andre the Giant losing oh. a big battle to Akira Maeda. Unbelievable. Boo. Boo, Maida. Last time we recorded this, it seemed to go on for about two hours. Yeah. That is probably a a demonstration of how much wrong stuff I put in it. (laughs) (laughs) It's only little bits. I said that Andre was Dutch. (laughs) 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 Akira Maida was from the sea. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Worth saying as well, just a thing between you and I that probably isn't for this podcast. Right. I was watching this and I heard the phrase nanny mass being used (laughs) again and again. I just don't think... I, th- I think it must be Arimas, Arimasen, surely. Nanimas. I hear it all the time. Mark's obsessed with that Nanimas. He's obsessed that it actually exists. And we're fairly, I'm, I'm fairly certain it doesn't. When we went to Japan, every interaction I had with someone, which, let me tell you, was limited because I don't speak any <laughs> Japanese. And I'd been misled by a lot of people who said everyone in Japan speaks English. <laughs> what they meant was no one in Japan speaks English, apart from <laughs> me and you. Barely. And every t- like, I'd go to a supermarket... And there'd be a lot of Japanese, but at the end, everyone would always go, Ikutomodai and Nanimas. So I thought, Nanimas must be something like, take care, all the best. So at one point, I, I, I sort of went, hey, uh, Nanimas, to someone who'd served me. And they looked at me with shock and surprise. <laughs> and everyone tells me Nanimas is nothing. I hear it. It could be. In Japanese wrestling. Nanimas. Nanimas. What does that mean? She says, thank you. So why were they shocked the when I said it? <laughs> you said nanny mass, that's why. <laughs> well, that must sound na- like thanks. <laughs> At the worst, it must sound like thang. Because nanny is what? 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 <laughs> nanny mass. So nanny mass means what ho? Sort of like that. What? 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 what ho? Yeah, exactly. What ho? I'm British. They should have lapped that up. Oh, have you seen that mad gaging walking around saying what ho? <laughs> Let's give him a telly series. Yeah, that's exactly how um, 
Uh, Lord Alfred Hayes got his work. <laughs> yeah, Lord Alfred Hayes <laughs> in that animation with the bread. <laughs> <laughs> oh, lovely old job. Um, well, thank you for joining us. We'll be back in two days' time with more. What did we settle on again? I think I think Wrestle we've settled me on. I think it's Wrestle Mimus. Wrestle Mimus. Yeah. Happy Wrestle Mimus, everyone. That almost sounds a little bit like Nanimus at the Nanimus. end. <laughs> Wrestle me, Pete! Wrestle me, Nanimuska! This is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc.